Hi. I got a tape I want to play. Just what do you think you're doing, Dave? Your move, creep. Take me to the volcano! So why don't you make like a tree and get out of here? Come with me if you want to live. This town needs an enema. Like I said, I need a bacchiatomy. Yes, that's a human ear, all right. I got a bad feeling about this. So it's come to this. It doesn't get much bigger than this. It, that's right? true. You this is that big. Right. This is a big adventure, man. We're going to it. Uh, yeah. I wish we had uh, better circumstances. I know. Um, what a what a drag. We are finally getting to remember Paul Rubens. And what a we, gift. We, yeah. What a gift this guy was. I man. know. I'm Eric. I'm Charlie. This is a movie podcast, and uh, there ain't nothing like Pee Wee's Big Adventure. <laughs> there are few movies that are more important to my life than <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure, right? This is a treasured one for me, absolutely. God, what a film. And I was trying to remember, like, why. I feel like this movie's just always been there for me. I don't have a specific, like, first time watching it memory. I don't have a specific, like, <laughs> rediscovering it as an adult memory. It's just always been there from the beginning. It's existed, and we've just always understood it. Yeah. It, <laughs> it came out. Like Pee Wee like, himself, right? Just like, you always understood Pee Wee. From my earliest moment, no of, like, you know, it. yeah, watching TV as, you know, four or five years old, like, I love Pee Wee's Playhouse, right? Of course. That was like my go-to show. I was so lucky looking back to get to watch Pee Wee's Playhouse and Pee Wee's Big Adventure because my mom was an expert at shutting down annoying things. <laughs> like any kind yeah. of noise-making toy, like that toy's broke. That thing didn't work That's anymore, right? Like, yeah. And somehow she loved Pee Wee. Yeah, yeah, he yeah. did. He somehow cracked the code, man. He somehow figured it out how to be the most obnoxious dude. And like, you know, say what you will about Martin Short. Mm-hmm. It's a degree on the Martin Short, but Martin Short character always falls on the side of obnoxious, right? Yeah, yeah. He's always the worst. Pee Wee's never. Uh, yeah, there's there's no like cruelty to Pee Wee. Uh, he's never the butt of the joke. No. Or. Uh, yeah, he's he's never uh, looked down upon by anyone <laughs> no. for being the weirdest dude you've ever met. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, yeah, we just all went along for the ride. And, yeah, I can't believe your mom because there's a whole segment on his show that was just screaming. Yeah, it's the worst ideas <laughs> to present to kids. And for some reason, it just passed the test. For yeah. whatever reason, she was entertained by this. She yeah. would be the one, like, bless it. like the, the way my parents reacted to anything I, I enjoyed on television was, like, the best my dad would do would be like look over his paper and go, stupid. <laughs> like that's dumb. Like it shows they're paying attention, but they're just like, what is he watching? Here? What is that? What a is turtle he, walking what is he around? Doing? He's yeah. watching wrestling. This can't yeah. continue that long. Exactly. And then yeah, my mom. If it was animated, she like doesn't respect it. Mm-hmm. She doesn't respect the medium for no reason ever given. And so somehow Pee Wee just snuck in there, and they were just as in. They loved it. That's I don't cool. get it. I don't know why. It's just the magic of Paul Rubens. I feel man. like my parents probably liked it too. I don't remember them having an opinion either way. But we definitely like that's an I early mean, memory. I know there that were shows show. that I wasn't allowed to watch, so I know yeah. their opinion on those. And Pee Wee was just allowed to. I watch this movie so much. I laugh so hard every time I watch this movie. Yes, it's still stupid, and it's a, it's it's like yeah this whole episode is probably just going to be us going like that part's funny that part's funny <laughs> let me tell you every funny part <laughs> let me let me make the unfunny out of these funny parts yeah, exactly. and yeah it's tough to do comedy episodes cuz it is just like this joke's good i also <laughs> like this joke and this movie's nothing but gags and jokes that i love 
It's like talking about a Naked Gun movie. Right, exactly. <laughs> but like, Just describing constant gags and being like, that's why that's a funny gag. Exactly. But there's also such a sweetness and uh, positivity to this movie. I love the joy and the so refreshing, right? and brattiness yeah. that exists like all at once. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like you said, the show is teaching kids to scream at the most random things. <laughs> it is coaxing, obnoxious, not like bad, but it was never, here's how to be a bad kid. Mm-hmm. It's just like, here's how to be a loud kid. Here's how to be a confidently loud kid for liking whatever shit you want, right? Exactly. I, I watch the the director's commentary of this movie. I usually don't do that. It's usually like, I just probably would want to hear the lines. Yeah. And uh, it was Tim Burton and, and Paul Rubens just having this quiet, mellow conversation as dudes. And every scene in this movie is Pee Wee just going like, oh, yeah, I still have like three of those in my house. Oh, I still- <laughs> this guy has like every prop from this movie because the whole movie just feels like him. Yeah, he brought all half this stuff to the set, and he took new things home with him. Like this movie just exists, and he somehow got to do it. And Tim Burton, who had never done a movie before, no, somehow got to you. do that, and it feels like the most perfect creative match. God, how excited would I be for a Tim Burton project that felt like this mm-hmm. right now? Right, that joy, yeah. that like you know, this was the start of this crazy run of his for Pee Wee, Beetlejuice. Batman, Batman, like, this is Ed Wood. Mm-hmm. This is the start of the best of, like, oh, this guy's amazing. This is the best thing. How'd they find each other? And, uh, yeah, to hit uh, such a home run right out of the gate. Uh, Who and Pee Wee, like, Pee Wee's basically a Groundlings character. Like, this could have been, a like, an SNL movie level, like, yes. bad. This could have been It's Pat. Right? Exactly. <laughs> this was not far off from being that. And because it's such a, it could be conceived as like such a simple character or such a, like, how do you fill 90 minutes? But I mean, you'll hear our ladies' man episode. Yeah, exactly. Our Night at the Roxbury app. Like, I don't know how they did it. To hear Charlie talk about Hathaway mm-hmm. is like, that's cinema. I'm a fan of uh, Hottie Police Officer. Right. Night <laughs> this the is, this now, is seven, this is a seven minute sketch potentially. Exactly. This is dangerous. Like, and, Martin uh, Short isn't doing an Ed Grimes movie. Yeah. Like, that could be tough. That could be As tough. you'll hear in our Clifford episode. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> exactly. That's such a good comparison, because yeah, these kinds of wacky, silly, lighthearted kids' movies, they either go, like, Clifford-level bizarre, <laughs> or yeah. they're just kids' movies. And this is such a... But this is every level movie. This is so bizarre in so many ways, but in a in a way that somehow people connect to, unlike the uh, uh, antagonism of Clifford. Yeah, that's true. (laughs) Clifford uh, was a bad dude. (laughs) That little snot. This is not like like my mom was not a fan of Problem Child. Uh, I I don't want to see a Charles Grodin and Pee Wee like collab. (laughs) Yeah, I think that would be good, but. Yeah, Pee Wee's so beloved in this movie. I mean, except by, you know, Francis. His one Even nemesis. then, man, Francis would melt if Pee Wee actually wanted to be his friend. Yeah. He was that rich bully who, like, really just wanted a friend. So that's all he wanted. Everybody wanted a piece of the guy. Yeah, that's true. Right? Everyone loves Pee Wee. Yeah. They love him. And yeah. that's what's so cool about this movie is that he's such a weirdo. And everyone <laughs> loves him. And no one's got a problem with him. And no one, you know, Francis wants what he has. That's it. That's the big, you know, conflict. And uh, but man, not only is it a funny, good movie, every second of this movie is good. Like there's not <laughs> one wasted frame. No. And uh, 
I've seen this movie 20 times and every time I watch it, I'm just struck more and more by just like how perfect it's this so perfect. thing is. It's incredible. And there's a little sadness to it and there's a, a little kind of longing and wistfulness in there. Yeah. But Pee-wee is such a positive force and uh, I just, it makes you want to be a part of the universe, that that world, I, which is you to know, me what a great movie does. This movie is so magical. Yeah. Like in a way that it's like, look, we are going to do a Clifford episode at some point. I love that. Clifford movie. is going to happen, right? But Clifford is like just this hateful, kind of weird, like, it is an odd movie, man. It's odd that it exists, but at the same time, it's a weird guy movie. Mm-hmm. I, we're big fans of weird guy movies. And I sure. will always love, like, you know, Billy Crystal's gotten, to, you can get to a big enough level of star. They let you do what you want, mm-hmm. right? Short gets to a certain level, he gets to do Clifford. And there's varying levels of that. I saw that one uh, Buster Keaton movie with Charlie Day. Oh, like earlier this year. This it's new, just like, yeah. shit, Charlie Day got to do it. Yeah, right. I guess. There's the Ed, the <laughs> yeah. Ed Norton. Uh, <laughs> oh, was that Motherless Tourette's Brooklyn? Movie or the something? Ed Norton Tourette's movie. Sure. Good God. This is Ed Norton doing a five-minute mirror bit for, like, a hard two hours. Have you seen the trailer for the Bradley Cooper Big Nose movie? Yes. Yes, I can't wait, dude. Him getting just a (laughs) stupid big nose. Just like, God, I love it when a guy gets to just be a weird guy. Oh, God, the the Steve Carell, like, Foxcatcher movie, where it's Mm. just like, make it bigger. Make that (laughs) nose bigger. Too big? Go one more. Yeah, and then he just does a thing. It's like, is that how that guy is? He couldn't have been like that. Mm-hmm. They just take over this weird guy movie, and it goes bad a lot of the times. Yeah, these are like these they're are not put, good examples. They're putting themselves out there, right? And it can go bad, right? You put on too much makeup, it could go bad. And Pee Wee is the most like made up, <laughs> made little up. blushing boy character. I mean, he looks like you know one of the dolls in these like annabelle movies mm-hmm. as just a human man who screams at things and somehow it's just like this guy's great no wonder everybody loves this i guy. keep trying to figure out what it is right what it is about him because he's got this kind of leave it to beaver innocence and the little boy thing but this is a man this is an adult <laughs> this is a man. 35 year old man he lives right? by himself in the movie you know he <laughs> seemingly does his own things about town waters his own yard yeah but you don't know how he earns his money. Children. There's no parents ever mentioned. Yeah. This is all like a child He's fantasy. somehow independently wealthy, or yeah. at least, yeah, I mean. Every character who's in front of this movie is essentially like an adult child. Yeah. They're all playing 10 Maybe that's why I want to right? be part of this universe. Yeah. You don't have to grow up and get a job. You can I don't just know. go to the magic store on your day. <laughs> that's like just part of your daily errands. <laughs> yeah. Stock up on supplies at <laughs> the magic go store. Got to get them. Yeah. It's a kid gum. just going about his daily chores and. It's incredible. They yeah. hit on so many things. This is like Tim Burton's first movie. Danny Elfman's first like full score. How essential is the Danny score. Elfman movie to music to this movie? It's powerful. It is a fully realized powerhouse. Opening credits score. it just j- jams in with this circus music yeah. already. Yeah. Uh the scene early on where he starts making breakfast and it cuts to that like pterodactyl carrying the toast, and it's just like bam, 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 bam. You're just like ah. That recurring Feels theme so is just so. That's the whole thing. This movie is so like in your face, yeah, in these ways, right? Where not only it's this constant gag, constant bits, that stuff can get exhausting. <laughs> can. There's a pace. There's an art to that. 
you can end up with you know naked gun which yeah. again another thing i just laugh at constantly the whole time every beat is funny but then you can end up the bad version of people doing that kind of comedy mm-hmm. is my least favorite thing i hate it so much there's this tv show called angie tribeca mm, i know that name it's but like people like Rash- yeah. people that are good like jerry burns and rashida jones just doing shitty zucker abrams zucker stuff and it's just like oh this, yeah this is the worst thing i've ever seen in my life yeah that zucker abrams kind of airplane vibe is can be really funny and then can be like you know you listen to our dracula dead and loving it <laughs> no, <I'll be> there. <laughs> Ooh, what a low blow you no. should be watching dracula dead and loving it you will love it uh, but i mean the yeah danny elfman is such this in your face this score is like pounding mm-hmm. and perfect and sounds like no other score just everything about this movie is magical and inventive and it just makes it a normal thing that this guy lives in I guess Santa Monica. Right. <laughs> Glendale. Is that where he's at? I don't know what he does for money. He goes to the bike shop because he's getting his like rig souped up. Mm-hmm. I never had this connection with a bicycle or any mm. object, really. There was nothing. He that... loves this bike. And I just love the simple story of a boy who loves his bike so much that he'll go to the ends of the world yeah. to get it back. I know. It's, it's such, such a great, a perfect movie. story you can connect to right away. Yeah. It plays to kids so well. I never question anything in this movie. I probably learned so much of these movies. I, there's probably jokes that I didn't get then that I, that I don't even think of now. Hmm. I don't get the joke when Francis is eating trick gum and it's just smearing down his chin. I just think it's funny how Francis <laughs> looks during the scene. I don't know if there's more of the joke. I bet there's things it's like, oh, you didn't think of it that way. I don't care. I, I, you know, that one in particular, I don't know if the dad got hot gum or if yeah. he's just yelling they because don't explain they got the, trick gum. I don't know what trick Pee-wee. gum is. Yeah. I never heard of any of these things. <laughs> I don't know what these gags were real. I didn't know any of this. I found out recently that Tim Burton had way more involvement in this than I realized. Mm. We talk about how perfect all these guys are for each other. Like Tim Burton wrote so many gags that I assume just had to be peewee gags. The whole breakfast setup, that whole machine, as all Tim Burton. Nice. Isn't that insane? Like apparently, Pee Wee said, said in the script, all he had put was like, "A machine makes breakfast." <laughs> and Tim Burton's like, "Yeah, we can make that like what four minutes?" Yeah. What if it's Abraham Lincoln, fl- you know, flipping the pancakes? <laughs> yeah. I should have looked up who the actual set director was. Somebody got credit for making this these sets, right? They Pee-wee's got to go wild with such this a thing. totally a different. House. I love that it was a totally different house than Pee Wee's Playhouse. See, for a kid, That's I true. think I saw a Playhouse before I saw the movie. I think it was like a Ghostbusters situation mm-hmm. where I loved the Ghostbusters cartoon and then found out, like, there's a movie of this. <laughs> right. Except that time went terribly. That one sent me, like, screaming from the room. And then this, I could have sworn it was like two years of Pee Wee's Playhouse. And then, hold on. I think so. A feature exists of this one? Yeah. My mom took me to see Big Top Pee Wee in the theater. And that's young. That came mm-hmm. out, I was like six or seven. So that's young. So Pee Wee's Big Adventure would have been too young. And yet we had it on VHS. It existed in our household for 20 years. Right. And it, I just never questioned it. Yeah, like I said, I, I, I can't even remember if we owned it or if it was just on TV enough. But I just remember watching it over and over and over again. <laughs> I, saw, I watched this movie so many times. And laughing just at the same parts over and over again. And for, and for whatever reason, my mom chose this movie to be the one that's like, we will be, like we'll push this as his humor style. <laughs> what was she thinking she got me a Pee Wee herman t-shirt my mm. cousin tommy had the Pee Wee herman like talking 
pull the string doll. Sure. My t-shirt was like an Andy Warhol painting, which is a thing that I didn't know when I was seven years old. But it had like the nine pictures of Pee Wee all in these like garish, like beautiful colored art mm-hmm. style, right? And I wore it to school one day and on the bus, a kid called me Pee Wee and I took that fucking shirt off and just wore like my jacket zipped up the oh. rest of the day. Like, it's done. Wow. We're you not doing to, yeah, that. Like, I'm not Pee Wee. Yeah. I we're not be being, of. yeah. I'm not yeah. riding Pee Wee through the rest of like uh, <laughs> high school. I'm not taking that nickname. No, that was like fourth grade. Like, no, mm. no, not a chance. No, I was younger. No, that thing lived in my backpack, and then years later, my sister threw up on it. That's the sad existence wow. of my Pee Wee Herman shirt, man. And yet it just existed that's in our home. Story. Yeah, that's yeah. a bummer, right? <laughs> what a sad ending for Andy Warhol Pee Wee shirt. Well, you know, Pee Wee embraced the, the name calling and the, uh, you know, it, 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 watching this movie now, especially this last time, you really see how Pee Wee is a master of not getting his ass kicked. <laughs> yeah was Pee Wee just subconsciously teaching kids how to uh, avoid <laughs> how to avoid confrontation but also to you know what but the, like also like uh, but uh, not getting his ass kicked and not getting like arrested for being weirdo I think now that I'm thinking of this I think every punishment that's ever happened to me was because Pee Wee's Big Adventure taught me to, it's okay to be really mouthy <laughs> when you're like in a bad situation yeah. I think every bad thing that's ever happened to me is the confidence of being mouthy when I shouldn't be. Mm-hmm. Speaking before thinking was what a principal called it once. So I think Pee Wee, I think he's probably the reason why I've messed up a that's lot of things. That's pretty funny. Yeah. yeah. I think well, it's that because like he, he mouths off in the in the face of every man in this movie. Oh, yeah. And it's the best. Just thinking now, it's like, yeah, he, he basically challenges every authority figure. <laughs> yeah. You know, he Francis was like anti cop. Uh, the cop who stops him on the road when he pretends to be the little lady. Oh my god! You know he he throws it in everybody's face. The bikers, of course. He recognizes early on that the cops aren't going to do a damn thing for him. Yeah. This is basically Pee Wee's death wish. <laughs> like he is taking matters into his own hands. This is Pee Wee doing Bronson. This is like a John Waters movie that's G-rated. If re- you know what? Yes, it is very much. I could see Pee Wee. As kind of like the flip side of (laughs) of John Waters. If John Waters was making PG movies, this feels like that same universe, that same character who's not vulgar Mm -hmm. somehow. He's abrasive in these cute ways. It's an impossible tight wire to walk. Yeah. He's able to, you know, tell a cop, you know, why don't you take a picture to last longer and get away with it. (laughs) It's so sweet when he says, looking like olive oil. Yeah. Little sweater dress. Oh, my God. He has so many little funny movements in this movie. He's on so much, and that can go terribly. Mm-hmm. That can go so bad. When you're th- when I'm thinking of, you know, like Mike Myers' love guru on, what, right. a, what a brutal day on the set. Yeah, I wonder if these were getting laughs on the set. That's a good question, because it makes me think of, like, when he's doing jokes, like, where he's listening to reason. Like, that is so... <laughs> broad and childlike <laughs> and it's funny every time he does it every time he does it it's so funny i've and done that to so many poor people when he then just goes to francis and he's like francis is telling him about his the first time he ever saw his bike and he just goes <laughs> i love that story it's like that stuff is so he's funny. such a brat <laughs> and he's so and we love it we yeah. love this brat he's it's it's the i usually hate the little stinker mm-hmm. and he is just 
too lovable. I love this guy. Mm-hmm. Oh, there was jokes that I just things I automatically read as funny that I would have had no placement to read as funny. Just it connected so well. Francis and his father's matching speed suits. <laughs> yeah. The Buxton family speed suit. I would have no reason to know what any of this is, but it's just like, well, I love this. Mm-hmm. I love Professor Toru Tanaka falling into a swimming pool. Oh, my God. Yeah. I couldn't even explain why it was funny when I was a kid, but Pee Wee, when he finds out Francis is in the bath, asking him where they're hosing him down. <laughs> Man, I saw this in a theater recently. I was crying. <laughs> <laughs> oh, this is just a bratty fat joke. And yeah. I'm just like in tears. Just like, we did it. <laughs> We've landed. It's just, con- it works constantly on me. It is a tight 90 minutes. That's true. Oh, and that it helps. is. And it goes by so fast, too. It uh, it really, it like I said, it never lags there's never a joke that doesn't work or or a segment where you're like, ugh. Oh, yeah. Wait, oh, we wait get this to this one segment. Out. Yeah. yeah. It's always just like, yes, we're finally at this part. <laughs> it is in a the, the secret trick that's right in front of our eyes. The whole movie. It's never in the same place twice. Mm-hmm. Every five minutes, we're in a completely new place. Our whole introduction to this movie is this ornate house with rooms that, like, who knows what we're not seeing. We never see that house again. That's true. That peewee house is in the rear view, right? <laughs> we see the basement. Yep. <laughs> you see, like, but every scene, we're in a totally new spot in this place. I don't know if he ever goes back to anywhere. And I love it. Yeah, no, It just he keeps doesn't. going, and every scene is filled with new site-specific gags. So they're not running these things back ever. Mm-hmm. You're not going, you're not looping back. You're going... Oh, man, he's running into Francis's mansion. Never see Francis's cool mansion again. None of it. It's perfect. You only need to go to the Alamo once. Yeah, definitely. But he somehow, not only is he in a new location every time, he's doing constant... He does every bit he wants to do. We're going to do a cycle race bit. We're going to do a chase scene bit. We're going to do a hobo on a rail car bit. Mm -hmm. It is like not every movie that's just like, here's a thing, we'll write a series of sketches. Usually they're terrible. They're awful. It feels like a guy that just wrote a series of different ideas and threw them together. And he just makes it perfect. Mm -hmm. This is the most creative minds all finding themselves at the perfect moment to make Pee Wee. This could have gone so differently. I agree. No, it's uh, the more you think of it, the more it's just like amazing how flawless it goes. And uh, yeah, it just never wastes any time. We get... You know, we get our scene where he's hitchhiking. <laughs> That's like five minutes or so, right, with this guy. And it's perfect. And then he's immediately off to the next thing. And the large Marge, I always remember the large Marge scene being so much more Same. longer. And the scene afterwards in the bar. That's like five. It's like, yeah, these little Every bits. Bit, it's new snippets and nothing has to do with anything else. Yeah. The large Marge scene at a sleepover. We went through like frame by frame mm-hmm. through the scene. Like we had the slow motion pause on that VCR. Oh man, it was just a bunch of kids gathered around a TV watching. That's that scary the, stuff. Just watching the large Marge face. The Kyoto Brothers mm-hmm. did those effects. That makes sense. Killer clowns, Killer guys. clown guys. Yeah, just that little uh, animation. Sequence. That whole, you know, that's the one part of the movie um, from the moment where. He's driving the car, and the road signs start getting all swervy. Perfect. And the music's like, no, 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 right? <laughs> and the rocks are falling, and they fall, and then, like, 
That's that whole scene is the one where it's, I'm just like feeling really tense. Like Dude, that to me was so tense when I was a kid. Scary, that was probably the and scariest. And now you watch it, and it's like the joke with the flashlight goggles, and it's like it's stuffed animals. Dude, that's the funniest <laughs> gag. The stuffed animals out of the dark is so funny. That is an unparalleled series of gags. Yeah. That t- <laughs> I don't know. I can't pick a favorite fifty. You know that little Price is Right thing where the little you have like a thousand dollar range. You're mm-hmm. looking back at the audience for where to hit the button. Like, oh man, if you where, can just yeah. pick where your fifteen minute stretch of Pee Wee is exactly. in this movie, that's a tough challenge. God, it would be tough. But you're you're talking the stretch where he picks up, uh, poor old not Jimmy Smiths picks him up in the car. Yes, yeah, <laughs> Judd Omen. Uh, there it was <laughs> when they do the the married couple gag. That's incredible. Pee-wee, when he lies down in his lap, is like kicking his <laughs> legs over the car door. And then when the joke's over and it just kind of does the shot and Pee-wee's kind of still having fun with the game. Oh, yeah. He's like kind of bouncing in his driver's seat. That's perfect. I didn't understand for a minute why it was funny. The story of uh, him like cutting the tag off his mattress. <laughs> yeah. I just understood that it was very funny. That's just such a childlike thing to add that in the movie, right? <laughs> like it immediately kind of like takes away the actual danger of that con, you know, the convict's character. Yeah, he's not anyone you need to worry about. He cut a mattress <laughs> off a tag. You know? Yeah, yeah, yeah. And uh, yeah, there's just yeah, they, I don't know. But then I mean, I probably also but choose still just stupid. Fifteen minutes of Dottie. Mm. Could they have gotten a cuter person? To be Dottie. Could he, could he use a little more Dottie? E.G. Bailey is just the yeah. cutest in this movie. Perfect, right? And their thing is a whole, like, it's like a 10-year-old romance. Mm-hmm. It's him just being disgusted by Dottie. The <laughs> hottest woman he'll ever encounter in his, in his adult life, right? Yeah, and to think that just, like, Dottie has a huge crush on this absolute <laughs> weirdo. weirdo yeah. Who wears a bow tie and a suit into the bike shop. <laughs> Oh, man. And everyone else is like BMX kids. I love how they had to add the like BMX kids into the movie. Okay, let me tell you. For a movie <laughs> that I've seen over 20 times, I forgot how how they seemed like they were really trying to dip their toe into modern BMX culture. Yeah. In this flick. <laughs> this had as many they were like... hitting that crowd, for sure. They were really hitting, trying to bring in the rad crowd <laughs> to Pee-wee's big adventure, huh? Right. Like, I you, forgot. It's got a bike. You guys like bikes. Oh, man. There was a whole BMX crew mm-hmm. that never really came into play. We just no. got introduced to a BMX crew. You would crew. think they would help him find the bike or something at some point? Yeah. But no, again, yeah, we just want to see a couple tricks, and then they leave the store, and we never hear from them again. Yeah. You don't want to put any bikes over the focus. Of yeah. Pee-wee's bike, right? Man, bike But riding. they give everyone their moment. Even Chuck has, <laughs> gets his little, like, they call me Chuck moment. Dude. Every every moment of this movie is a moment. Yeah. The whole conspiracy meeting in his basement oh with my the God. scale model of the Santa Monica outdoor mall, that? right? Oh, my God. Here's a joke. I never f- – okay, go ahead. You go first. <laughs> so there's a joke that I thought was a different joke that now I realize is just a like, okay, when he's chaining up his bike, right, mm-hmm. and he uses an insane amount of chain, on the tape we had, I know. You can see the chain out the bottom of the basket coming up. Absolutely. And I thought that was always part of the gag. But now with like the DVD, the other the street versions, it's like cropped out. I said, oh, I thought it was this kind of meta <laughs> I like thought so gag. Too. Yeah, I always assumed that. that was... Like it's funny because we can see the strings. And <laughs> yeah. then they're just like, oh, shit, we can see the chain. Because he's just got a loop of chain. Yeah, I thought it was a whole part of the bit. 
because it it's it was too much showing. Somebody had to notice the, the show either showing, way, right? Yeah. Like it could go both ways. But then I don't know. Maybe it's because I watched it so many times. I don't fully remember. But it's not that chain ain't there anymore. So then that makes more sense that it is there. The hole is there because Pee Wee's not like a magical figure. This I mean, isn't like Mary Poppins. He is. <laughs> I think he might be. Maybe. I think we're in a Mary Poppins scenario. There's a chance Pee Wee's a ghost. <laughs> I haven't done the math fully on it, but. I think this is a Richie Rich Casper he, situation. Yeah, it, exactly. This is like the ghost <laughs> of Little the Beaver. crossover. Yeah. I wouldn't put past Pee Wee to write a, a whimsical ghost story. <laughs> I'd love it. But yeah, Dottie is, Dottie is so cute in her moments with Pee Wee. The gags during the conspiracy meeting where he's got the full-scale miniature of the mall. All these bits just work. The, yeah, the bit I never really got as a kid was him holding up the second picture of himself without the bike. <laughs> <laughs> what's the difference? Or yeah. what's the significance? Yeah. I don't know. That, that kind of stuff is just so him, off, off the charts. Him losing I didn't notice. I've, again, seen this movie for ages. I didn't notice a gag this time when... It, when he's in his basement, he blows his loud bike horn. I didn't know. I've never noticed it like blowing people's hair back <laughs> before. Yeah, I have never. No idea. This is one of those movies that plays like Young Frankenstein for me. Like for our in our family, like we had our own bits mm-hmm. that we did. That's how. That's the level you did. You did a Mel Brooks walk this way uh, level bit with these things, yeah, and then yeah. I seeing it in the theater for the first time. It hit me that, like, oh, I don't know what everybody else's favorite bit is. Like, how can you pick a favorite? Mm-hmm. Large Marge has to be legendary. In terms, you know, like, for things people remember Man. from this movie. Yeah, Large Cause Marge. Because I'm sure, again, I'm sure a lot of us were, I was pretty scared by the Large Marge scene. But I also As a kid, it. for sure, yeah. That was the first horror scene. Like I said, the slow motion. That was me, like, breaking down horror. Yeah, yeah. Like, it wasn't scary anymore when I saw how, like. But again, when I saw the Marge's tongue moving in slow motion. It's such a brilliant thing in the movie because it has that scare, but then that scare doesn't linger with you. you yeah. Know, you're off, you're, you're off to the Because he's off to the, the right. He's, he's singing with a hobo the, soon after. The that. stuff that scared me as a kid were the fucking clowns in the nightmares. That's dude. a nightmare scene. True. Those nightmare clowns are scary. Elfman's work I don't like during it. that clown dream yeah. is some of the greatest music he's ever That's done. That's really some scary stuff. Oh, the, that. Disturbing. God. That was, the scariest scene in that movie is that checkered hallway with the different shaped doorways. Mm-hmm. That's nightmare shit. That's or when all, the doctor rips off his mask and he's got the teeth painted on his face. Oh, yeah. They know what they're doing. They're and, skating on that PG rating. And, and Pee-wee being scared in the dream yeah. is like unnerving. Because Pee-wee's a guy that never gets flustered. Again, he's stood up to every man in this movie. So yeah, seeing him yet. doing that kind of like biting his nails scared bit is like i remember as a kid being like upset for him for (laughs) sure sure. uh it gives it a little like yeah he does love this bike this is important to him and i think as a kid that's what he taps into is like he can relate to the emotions a kid is going through without having to tell them what they're feeling or yes or, or you know just being himself you as a kid are watching that and you're not thinking that's an that's an adult doing this kid thing Yes, I'm so happy that they're never tempted in any way to question Pee-wee's sexuality or act like it's any kind of a thing. Mm-hmm. We don't talk about it, and we do so much shit that you, nobody needs to acknowledge it. I mean, Dottie wants him. Dottie wants him so bad. So bad. It's and, insane. But it is like a 10-year-old being like, ew, girls. Ugh. Yeah. I like you. 
you know. <laughs> God. Oh God, that line. Him telling. I also love because E.G. Dale has got to be like five feet tall. <laughs> Looks adorable. Yeah. I bet she's got this huge head. Every <laughs> every girl who's an actress like that that's five feet tall, they got this, like a crazy head. You see an actor. Her hair's pretty big too. Oh yeah, like, great hair. Yeah. Her updo, excellent. Yeah, those overalls, that pink like dress with the Charlie Brown ziggler she's wearing at the end, amazing. Mm-hmm. She's the best. You talk about runs. She went on man. Within two years, she was doing like Valley Girl, Streets of Fire, Pee Wee's mm-hmm. Big Adventure. Women were going out for the part of Dottie. Some major women were not cast as Dottie. Is that right? Phoebe Cates could have mm. been Dottie. It's a different kind of Dottie right there. <laughs> That's different. Things change. You're, you, you're forget about that bike pretty quick. Think how different this would have been, but in, just incredible. Laura Dern mm. was almost Dottie. Laura Dern. Brother. I don't know what would have happened. She would have been the same height as Pee Wee. That would have been cool. Yeah. <laughs> she would have been. They would, yeah. would they have made her like Pee Wee's feminine equal when the height was there? <laughs> Dottie needs to play as this tiny, cute little person. Mm-hmm. Gosh, she wants Pee Wee bad. And who wouldn't? Everybody <laughs> likes this boy. He's independently wealthy, so I don't know. <laughs> yeah. So a thing as an adult that I didn't like really pick up as a kid when we're talking about this amazing stretch of Mickey and his perfect Edsel. Mm-hmm. The John Waters car. Yeah. Mickey pulls up in John, the thing that John Waters cruises around Baltimore in. And that, I don't know if this is stupid, but when he's driving and the road signs get squigglier and squigglier and that music is perfect and his like, t- it felt like Fellini. Oh, yeah. It's sure. using all these same kind of surrealist tricks Fellini did, like the road signs being pulled on a on a rope absolutely towards the car you know and it's very this Fellini-esque dream sequence and then to end it with this sight gag of peewee screaming in bunch of, in front of a bunch of fake animals <laughs> it's the fu- also doing the an animated like eyes down. bit yeah the animated eyes the parachute down <laughs> the uh yeah the the way the road signs are appearing and disappearing and the rocks coming out of nowhere in the dark this very surreal. Stuff. As I'm saying some of these things and I'm picturing them like written down on paper, like a lot of these ideas don't seem funny. Mm-hmm. Like the confidence you have to do to be like, yeah, and then uh, the road signs get squigglier. And then, yeah, half, well, like a couple, there's like a real raccoon in the <laughs> yeah. scene. And then a couple, yeah. The best part, there's so many things to look at because it's like a two second One second shot. just like, boom. There's, there's like a real bobcat hidden <laughs> in the back. <laughs> There's like 16 fake animals, but like a full-size real large cat. And you can just see his head kind of just like moving to the, like unbothered by the. Also love that Pee-wee's body doesn't move. It's just him open mouth screaming. <laughs> yes. Standing straight up. <laughs> but I don't know. I think the scene that really hit with my family was the biker bar. Oh, yeah. Biker bar. Is that the the legendary... Is Large Marge bigger than the biker bar scene? I will say right now, the hardest I laugh at this movie is him going through that billboard on the motorcycle. <laughs> Me and my brother, I remember, would f- fucking roll on the floor. Because it's so... He's, he wins over all the bikers. They do the cool handshake. Oh, yeah. They're like, I hope Dude, you find your bike, me... bro. And he's like, thanks, man. And then he's just like gets the engine and they're all cheering for him and then just like silently just goes through that billboard. <laughs> it is so 
that's fucking Wiley e. Coyote. Like yeah. that is the oldest Looney Tune joke in the book, and it is so funny. And that's not the last time they use that joke in the movie, too. I don't think it's hyperbolic to say that every frame, every <laughs> movement from the moment he walks into to the moment he leaves the biker bar is capable of making me laugh. Masterclass. Every biker is perfect. Yes. The bikers are costumed perfectly. Those leather helmets, the one guy in an eye patch. The eye patch guy is beautiful. And what's incredible is they did not cast from like the rotating cannon of biker extras. Mm. They didn't they didn't pull up guys that were also the bike gang in the Rockford Files. Right. Or like, you know, TJ Hooker. Like this these were just new guys and they had perfect costumes. Every joke is funny. This was my big realization. I didn't know this. When Pee-wee is making a phone call and yells at him that he's trying to make a phone call, everybody in the theater I was at screamed that line. They did not scream any other line in the movie. I did not That's know like that was... That's like a cult was, line, huh? Yeah, I did not know that was the favorite mm, Pee-wee line. That's cool. But by my... Sa- I mean, it was everybody. That must be a viral TikTok or something. Maybe. Right? But that, That's and, funny. Watch on its own, though. Incredible gag. Every part of the gag is incredible. I couldn't tell you which, excuse me, that he does is funnier than the next one. He does excuse the me. same joke like three or four times, and each one is perfect. The one There's one where he like does a pause before hitting the excuse me as he's edging his way out. And so just that whole scene from front to back is built up of increasingly funnier and funnier scenes. I don't think I've ever laughed as hard as I did watching it today and the little walk that he does out of the bar where he just escaped death the first time they yeah when they let him him go after he got to tell all of them to he taught to tell him basically to su that's what i mean he's he's so good at that yeah Uh, getting out of those jams (laughs) he got me he got the shit beat out of me yeah for thinking that you were allowed to do this man when i'm stomped out in a biker bar You'll know why. You pulled the excuse me. You'll know why. <laughs> when I did a bomb threat at like LaGuardia, saying that my friend Randy's suitcase had a bomb, zero chance I would have done that mm. without Pee Wee Herman's insistence that like, you can be a little stinker be a sometimes. Yeah. I didn't know the nuance. <laughs> I didn't know the limits when I made this threat when yeah. I was a 17-year-old man. But, you know... This confidence, and he got away with it. <laughs> this movie should have had a warning, like, do not try this at home. Don't do this, kids. <laughs> my parents my, my parents hate me, and I'm blaming them on... They're like, mm-hmm. how, what harm could this guy do? He knows these Fellini jokes. Right. He understands them. He got away with it. And then his little flouncy, like, making the face... Like, he's making faces at these guys as he's walking away with them. Mm-hmm. Bart Simpson does it, and parents are like, not in my house. Exactly. That is not he the is way you talk influence. to adults in yeah. this house. <laughs> Pee Wee does that the entire time. He sees no all men is equal, right? Yeah. And that little little walk that he does and that little face right when he hits the bikes. And then it gets even funnier when he makes that little noise after reacting to hitting the bikes. His face, knowing that it's the funniest thing he's ever seen, <laughs> that he just knocked over everybody's motorcycle, like he just did the funniest possible thing. The funniest thing to do, if you're like thrown out of this place, 
would be to to get away with it and then be like off an entire biker bar insulted them and they let you just leave and that's yeah to accidentally then or maybe not accidentally no 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 the way he does it on purpose i think that pain on his face is knowing that he just accidentally did the funniest possible thing that he's done yep and he's gonna die for it it's that it's like if roadrunner Roadrunner never had to think of what the face would be when he's just like, all right, well, it ran out. <laughs> like Pee-wee's luck finally just stopping, you know? Although I guess he does have a, t- a fair number of breakdown, public meltdowns. Mm. And never seems to lose face with anybody. <laughs> That's true. I was he just... really does seem bulletproof in every way, doesn't yeah. he? Well, I, it was it was just making me think like, yeah, no, he has to run from that Andy guy. A lot of people want to kick his ass in this That's movie. That's true. <laughs> yeah. You'd be shocked to know that Andy was a pro wrestler for a bit. Oh, that's that's another one of my hard laughs is when is yes. when she turns around and goes, "Andy." And he goes, "Andy." <laughs> <laughs> Dude, I forgot how that much is, I loved that line. That is Daffy Duck. Andy. Everything he does is just that's what's so funny about it. these jokes are so This is Andy? Old <laughs> Yeah, exactly. All this time she's brought up Andy's like, This is freaking Andy, are you kidding me? You didn't mention that he was seven five <laughs> <laughs> No Exactly. Dude, his wrestling he literally name? looks like a Popeye's character. Oh my god. Where were you, Robert Altman? Man. Huh? Yeah, right. <laughs> what were you doing, Altman? Nice casting, buddy. Famously bad cast movies robert altman mm. can't, can't even andy in there as can't a, even pull in si- lotus or whatever his name is <laughs> <laughs> whatever popeyes it's bluto bluto i think there's That's another close. one named brutus i think if i know my anyway brutus <laughs> i don't know brutus killed caesar i know that okay <laughs> sure brother of menelaus <laughs> i uh but the uh the setting of the like cabazon dinosaurs Mm-hmm. They're on the way out to, to Palm Springs. That was a thing when I was a child. That really, I think that fucked me up. I think everything was such a cartoon world. The first time we drove past those dinosaurs going to Southern, like, past you San Bernardino, and yeah. you see them, and it's just like, all right, I don't know how anything works anymore. <laughs> Nothing could have prepared me. For thinking that was like a real place. Oh, yeah. I both knew this was like entirely... I think I probably thought the Alamo was like a fake place mm-hmm. for a long time. I can't remember how old... I was probably too old. Like I was probably in my deep teens before I was like, oh, shit, that was a real thing. Well, I always thought of the Alamo as a kid as like a, like a log like fort like from some sort <laughs> yeah. of medieval thing that you know the Indians were, were raiding or whatever. Yeah, but to see it as like a kind of tourist... Att- yeah. I don't think I, I mean, I knew Davy Crockett, but I don't think mm-hmm. I knew the actual history. It might as well have been as fake as the, the Cabazon uh, dinosaurs. Yeah. It existed in the same, so I think Pee Wee messed up a lot of like specific history of certain things. <laughs> really, uh, it was really damaging in my life in a lot of ways. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like the, those dinosaurs was, I, I remember my mom or dad telling me like those were real and being like, oh, like, that's a place we I want to go, go there. And I never. They're still Never there. Those guys. I bet they look. I bet it sucks now. I, I, one oh, thing I'm I, sure. One thing I love probably about probably not it, as big and cool as you think. Well, no, probably the, not. The now paint's that, all worn. Now that we're cynical men, yeah. When I when I drove past them cynical at age men. seven, mm-hmm. it was like, 
I don't know. I was probably like hyperventilating and I was probably like going like joyfully <laughs> vomiting, probably just screaming and vomiting. <laughs> I'm assuming. Yeah. No, it's just this thing. It shouldn't be real. Mm-hmm. But the thing that makes it seem fake in the movie is how sparse it seems. It looks like there's two gigantic dinosaurs and then just like a nuclear wasteland surrounding it. Right, that's true. It's just nothing. You see the mountains in the background and just nothing. It's like, I bet there's probably like a roller coaster there now. Well, I was going to say, yeah, there's probably subdivisions and, and housing out there or something now, right? Yeah. Probably some senior community. And plus they mess with the they mess with the visual in a way that I never put my finger on when I was a kid, but now it was like really clear. Because when they walk into that big T-Rex, it's this blazing red mm-hmm. and then the next morning it's just kind of like a sandy green yeah it's like so they lit this whole thing in this weird color i red, wouldn't be surprised you know? if that the inside of the mouth was all just a set built up oh like, i guarantee you there's not like, can a you giant... go in the mouth of that thing no yeah i think it would have to be gigantic yeah that's another kind of fellini trait there's, there's no way there's an actual mouth of the t-rex that you can go up. it's mm-hmm. not the statue of liberty right right can you go know. in the torch i don't know can you do that? Is the torch th- open for business, or is it just the her torch. head? I think the head. Is it like they have like mops and stuff up in the <laughs> torch. <laughs> See, that was the thing. This is how yeah. stupid I am. Is like a, this is how just I think I know. Live up there. I know when it like yeah, because when I passed those dinosaurs as a kid, I remember just being just like, oh my god, hmm. like nothing's real, like nothing nothing exists and everything exists. And then when I was like a teenager and and we took the boat past the Statue of Liberty. I was just like, oh, that's it. Mm-hmm. It was already over. It's like 10 years later. It was gone. But the, the Statue of Liberty, is it's, its lore has been all messed up. Yeah. Because movies, Independence Day is like, we're going to show it lying down on its side mm-hmm. in the Hudson, and it's going to look huge. I just read that uh, that first Cloverfield, when they made the Statue of Head Liberty like crash into the road, yeah. it's like twice as big as the real one because yeah. it's not that big. I know. Yeah. <laughs> It's such a like. It would look like a small car like, I was, rolling by, and it wouldn't. Yeah, it wasn't impressive. Media and movies really make that seem thing seem yeah. like Empire State Building size. Yeah, and then when you're on the boat, and it's just like, oh, it's there. There's like other things nearby that are like way bigger. It's just like, oh, that's that's the thing, mm-hmm. and it makes you stop and think. Like you don't think it's like, well, yeah, I guess in terms of statues. <laughs> Like yeah, I guess for a statue, it's big. It's more about the symbolic uh, meaning. But it's like, the... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we didn't do any of the historical. So it was just yeah. like, there it is. <laughs> none, of, none of the immigrant last name stuff. None of the yeah. walls. Just saw it on a boat. Yeah. No. <laughs> but I love that. Like my brain is just like had like more awe and wonder for the dinosaurs, for mm-hmm. the for the brontosaurus and the T Rex. Because yeah, but had I known. Like, I think I was more into it when my mom drove me past the Cheers bar <laughs> in Boston. It's like, shit, that's the Cheers. Like, that's like, it's just like, yeah, the Statue of Liberty. Right. Seeing the Seinfeld restaurant in New York on accident. I did that, too, when on I was a- in New York. Yeah. yeah. It's like, oh, shit. You come around a corner and boom. Yeah. There it is. And then that same trip is when I, like, on purpose saw the Statue of Liberty. Mm-hmm. Eating clam chowder on a boat. The worst. <laughs> what a dumb idea. Only in New York. <laughs> yeah, New York, baby. <laughs> Our statues are technically the biggest. The one, at least. We don't, uh, we don't talk about how it came from France. Yeah. <laughs> oh, God. That thing would tip over the street just be like, all right, everybody go around. I know. <laughs> go to the other go side. We got down to one lane. We'll get oh, the Ghostbusters man. to get her up and walking again. Yeah. How long did it take you watching this before you knew Elvira was in it? 
I think I learned that fact like a year ago. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I never knew that that was uh, Elvira. Makes perfect sense. I never knew. Uh, yeah. I never knew like tr- any trivia about this as a kid. And uh, now, obviously, everything's on the internet. So, but it's like I never knew him and Phil Hartman had a connection. Sure, at the ground. Yeah, I didn't you know, know the ground when I was watching it. Created as a their characters like the same time, you know, at the groundlings and and all this and that. It's like, yeah, I just enjoyed the peewee man. I just understood. This is along for the ride. I was just there. Like, what a perfect group of people to pull from for a bunch of stuff. How great is this toothless hobo? Oh yeah, the joy of the scene. All these jokes. That's a that, great guy. This now, is movie... that the same guy that's in Halloween 4 that him, yes. and, him and Loomis He's have the, the Reverend. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That guy, and then like the old guy that tells him about Large Marge. We just saw him in one of those Richard Lynch sandal movies. He's the guy that marries them. Totally. The, the sword Man. sorcerer. We're really covering this 80s ground. Yeah. That old guy, the old toothless hobo, I really love his part in Wayne's World. When they do this Scooby-Doo reveal and he's like old Mr. Withers. <laughs> yes. Dude, let me tell you. That guy is that blue from old school? Is it? Ooh, is he that, man, is he my boy blue. Guy? I, I looked up his IMDb earlier, and he is. lived to like oh three. Yeah, so he could have died during old school. It's like oh three. That was like his last. Thing, that man. could be man. You get that? I love the kind of guys. The real character actors are the ones that are like where everybody who every director and every commentary they all just say like, you know, he's just got this face, mm-hmm. and that face is just like his IMDb is brilliant. It is. Every character is... I've never seen the word wino <laughs> in print so many times. This guy had a 50-year run of just bum, wino, old guy, wino, old weird guy. Hmm. That's the life. Right. That's it. I hope he got paid well for all that. I heard, yeah. man, Burton and Pee Wee, when they talked about that guy sh- showing up into the cast, the guy comes in, and you know, they has, he has when he has over 100 credits on IMDb, mm-hmm. at a certain point, that guy... I'm picturing that guy living in Malibu. He's got Peterson's home and to live and die in L.A. Exactly. <laughs> you know, uh, they, when they need a wino. Or I just feel like that's a guy that like was around with like Red Skelton or, or you know like old vaudeville mm. guys. Like he's been around so long. That's totally. like he's like Bob Hope's neighbor or something. Well, the, this other crazy trick that this movie does is to be constantly almost referencing but not referencing old comedy. But right. it's not him doing an old bit. Somehow he pulls this trick off of having Milton Burl in the movie as <laughs> Milton Burl. Yeah. But none of his comedy is derivative of any other physical comedy weird guy character ever. It's not him just doing an old Milton Burl like double take, right? It's not him doing some like Jacques Tati or mm-hmm. like I'm going to do my Buster Keaton. It's like, no, I'm doing Pee Wee. It's all Looney Tunes, man. It's it's putting the bigger thumb on when I mean, you're hitchhiking. He it's... literally makes a group of people drive through a painting. Yeah, exactly. He paints a tunnel. He paints a, a mural on a tunnel, right? Yeah. Like, of course it is. I know. So good. But And uh, watching it this last time, I, I was struck by... Because obviously I love at the end, we get a little Godzilla action, right? Yeah. But there's Godzilla throughout this movie like there's little godzilla toys in his house francis man francis and him having their godzilla battle in the bath there's like this little godzilla nuggets the entire movie i love it something i couldn't explain why it was funny when i was a kid and i still can't really explain now and i just always got me was when peewee leaps into the bathtub with francis the way they fight 
The way it's the way it's so choreographed, like they come up kind of holding each other, like they're breaching, yeah, while in like a full hug. They just keep kind of doing that like three times. But the way the camera shows Pee Wee walking into the mm-hmm. pool, not leaping on Francis, him storming into a pool, is ju- and then leaving the fall in the pool gag for for yeah. like Toru Tanaka. So yeah. funny, so funny, him walking into the pool. But yeah, it's all Godzilla. I had not thought of this this way, but Tim Burton had a hard time getting the chase scene through uh, Warner Brothers of all scenes. Mm. Because... Like just letting him do it kind of thing? What they hated, and I never Mm. would have thought about this. Never would have crossed my mind. It just struck me as silly as a kid. But he's going through these... You know, he goes drives through a beach movie... Yeah. Drives through a Tarzan movie, drives through, uh, you know, the Godzilla the movie. Claus, yeah. Warner Brothers didn't want to be portrayed as a studio that was making these dated ass, <laughs> like, <laughs> movies. Right. They're showing a make So Burton's die laugh. It's like, yeah, you know all those beach movies we were making in, like, 85? <laughs> Classically making these rubber monster movies right in the middle. Like, yeah. Everything's just this dated production. Even later, when they go back to show Pee Wee all the shit that they caught him on camera doing, they're showing these like scratchy black and white newsreel footage. It's just like, we're Warner Brothers. We film all our movies in black and white. <laughs> like, the studio is just voluntarily being portrayed as like dated and lame. Yeah. And they hated it. Well, they and were he wrong. just like, they were they're wrong just like, no, it's funny. They're like, but how do you explain why it's that, funny? That scene to me as a kid was like, movies are magic. Yeah, they are making the beach movie at the same time as they're making, you know, the Santa Claus movie and the Godzilla movie, and the the one it's not a very good like. There's the worst joke in the uh, movie. Ooh, that's is, I wish I had thought of what my least favorite. I'll start thinking of that. Okay, think least about, favorite joke in the this worst movie. joke in the movie oh, is geez. the uh, soldier with the high voice and the the can can girl oh, with God. the low voice. I agree. Hate that joke. Full agree. Uh, oh, I totally can't a say transphobic joke in 2023. I can't say I hate it because they. Well, I don't hate it, but it doesn't make me laugh. He walks up in this like it's like a Battlestar Galactica, Bram Stoker's yeah. Dracula kind of gear, and that's the dude that plays uh, Jombie, the genie. Hmm. And so it's a drag that he only, he does this like dumb bit. Yeah, right. But the, when every other, I think it stands out so much because every other bit is like a king. Yeah, yeah. Every I think other so. bit is funny. But the that whole scene, Oof. that final scene, the chase is one of my all time favorites. And just the thought of that's what a movie studio is doing as a kid was like, I want to be making movies. So here's how like, dumb. That's kind of one of those things. Here's how dumb I was because of uh, I I think I'm just now figuring out that my mom must like one specific kind of gag because mm. she also showed me like Mel Brooks movies, right? Right. She knew I would like those. The only other time I. I think this was just a regular feature in movies because the only other time I think of Blazing Saddles does this whole behind the scenes Warner Brothers like mm. it was Warner Brothers perfectly like are they the ones like yeah we're the studio where the crazy shit goes on maybe we do this there's calamity happening backstage mm-hmm. Looney Tunes that's what we do and Blazing Saddles this is like the same kind of crazy gag he was just running amok in Warner Brothers back lots I think they, I, they probably had 20 more minutes of this thing Film. I bet I think there was like plans to show way more backstage in Warner oh, Brothers. Oh yeah, I'm sure but they could have kept going. But I'm so happy, so happy that it wasn't a gag where it's like some current production 
Yeah. I don't know what shit was being filmed at Warner Brothers in like 85, but if they're going through like real thing, like if the way they'd use James Brolin was like Pee-wee sledding through a, like an episode of Hotel. <laughs> yeah, that would suck. I mean, it would get yeah. us Connie Selica. Small bonus. There you go. But uh, you got Connie Selica. You got no complaints. <laughs> but like, no, the way they're like, so yeah, we'll, we'll uh, send them through a beach movie. The kind of nobody's made. They hadn't been making Frankie Avalon movies in 20 years. Exactly. But it's like, we all we all knew what that was. As a, as a kid, you just like, you get it. The Santa Claus, the you know, you don't question why would Toho be filming a Godzilla movie at Warner Brothers. When we when this movie came out for us, our lives were still like a lot of TV was still mired in like filling time with stuff from the sixties. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Like they showed Godzilla movies still when I was a kid. These were a thing that was just kind of always around. Like those Annette Funicello they showed Beach Blanket Bingo on Saturdays on Fox. Well, I you know, just, I was just now I made this must come after this movie but peewee's in uh return to the beach or whatever the frankie and that like 80s oh, movie no way yeah he's in the comeback one yeah i don't think i knew that huh i wonder if uh anyways side next side episode thought. return to the beach but uh i love that that whole chase so much i love the cops on the bicycles i love the bit with the handlebar the bug funny <laughs> bit uh, the tr- you get to see the bike in action a little bit with like the oil sure. slip and stuff. Sure, see his tricks. You know, you get to see the lion and get to see the uh, it jump over the thing. But did God, you did you see so the spill the lifeguard took off of that tower? Yes. <laughs> these dudes go crash. These cops go crashing into the, or, you know security guards go crashing into these walls pretty hard here. There are some bumps in this movie. Yeah, you talk about the the funniest gag through the billboard. Mm-hmm. There's no mistake in what happened there, man. <laughs> they show those guys go fly. What if they, this this is unplanned, obviously, but it's just one of those happy accidents. The way you can see on the left side of the billboard, the big chunk of sign go flipping away <laughs> seems so fun. Just like, oh yeah, they really punched that through. <laughs> the thing got sent. Yeah, I feel like I have that same thought with uh, like when Godzilla gets hit. There's something where like the guys in the sleds like oof yeah that was a hard <laughs> landing. Godzilla drops God, the That's Godzilla kicking his legs and dropping into the sleigh yeah yeah he hits that sleigh he man. hits that thing pretty hard that, yeah. that rubber bends and bounces pretty hard a guy took that bike off a off a house roof yeah in the back lot they're like there's stunts I bet guys were hurt on the filming of <laughs> Pee Wee's Big Adventure the one in the beginning where he he takes the spill on the bike oh. That guy goes flying that stunt man. Guy takes it. Yeah. Yeah, there's there's spills in this movie. But yeah, that whole that whole chase scene. I don't think I'd see I don't know chase scenes were possible. Mm. There's so much funny car gag stuff in this movie. It's all just just keeps getting better and better and better, right? Yeah. And then when I say series of gags, there is no way on paper throwing in that pet shop gag where they do. <laughs> That is such a weird, weird little bit of the movie for me. Yeah. I mean, that's how they—that's how he gets caught by the yeah. cops because he couldn't pass up a burning pet store, right? Mm-hmm. But just the idea of that's how they have—that's the thing that'll slow Pee Wee. That'll get yeah. him to stop running from the. But it is such a—I don't know. So much, so much of this movie, I don't know if it works on paper. Seeing it, it works incredibly. Mm-hmm. The whole pet shop gag. The day that. The plan was always fake snakes. Yeah, yeah. 
plan was always fake snakes. Oh, uh uh-huh. Always going to be fake snakes when he comes running out with them. And, uh, like, man, the news, the day Tim Burton had to go in and be like, we got to do it real. (laughs) It was apparently not easy for Pee-wee, It's a lot of snakes. That is such a a good gag. Him running past the snakes. You can really tell he hates those snakes. (laughs) Yeah, I know. I, yeah, I do love that bit. Isn't there like a chimp in that pet yeah, store? Yeah, the chimp is helping him uh, <laughs> open up the other cages. That's a good way. Good gag right yeah. there. Yeah, he's scooping up the uh, the fish into one big bowl, but him just running past the snakes every time. Mm-hmm. And all it is, it's just a payoff of him running out screaming. My mom has probably referenced him running out screaming with those snakes. Like, <laughs> I don't know why this these bits resonate so well. Yeah. How would that if you just say and then he runs out screaming with handfuls of snakes. <laughs> just every other one has been just like him freeing like ducks and yeah. and doves, you know, just like letting them go, little mice shooing them out. <laughs> just like, come yeah. on guys, come on, right? Do it. Everyone. Yeah. And then for him to just run out with just just grip of snakes. Not in a basket, nothing else. Right. Just holding have time. In his he waited too long. That is so funny. There were so many carrium. Now all the crates were empty. Dump them into one of the pet carriers, man. You saved all the pets. But no, man, it's just him double-fisted snakes. Real snakes. You know he's screaming the entire time he's picking them up, too. Yes. (laughs) I love it so much. I love it. And, yeah, there was this great... I don't know if I ever noticed the reaction Dottie does when... She re- when they offer TV- Pee Wee his big movie deal, and she re- the door magically opens with like Dottie and the bike, and he just like runs directly past her to hug his bike, mm-hmm. and she kind of pulls off this little like stretch thing <laughs> after like holding her arms out. The way he shuts her down, oh man, throughout the movie, incredible. He's a yeah. What a what a <laughs> misogynist. He's such guy. a well. He's just he's totally asexual. Like like I said, they don't. There's <laughs> yeah. no way to like approach it because it's just doesn't exist in his world (laughs) like that idea of attraction yeah beyond friendship it's so it's so pure right he's a loner you know he's a rebel god he is he really is his movie based on his life oh brother how do they do the funniest thing at the very end of the movie (laughs) how is everything funnier than the next thing because uh this time watching it the that that end movie the way that uh, Brolin just yanks the phone out of his hand, dude, is dude. so funny. Brolin looks so pissed. As the, a kid, I feel like I never really got no, the funniness never... of of him as the bellhop. <laughs> yeah, and now watching, of course, it's just hilarious. Like they had to give this guy a role, and he's just anytime he looks it. right at the camera, <laughs> and he's mouthing so the words. Oh yeah, this, he's mouthing the lines, and... like. I feel like Steve Carell took so much from that little bit for everything in the office and everything yeah. he does all comedically of is all just peewee at the end of this movie, in the movie, in the movie. His, oh, his voice is so, so bad that they have to dub it with an actual, like, worse voice. <laughs> the gag that somebody had to be like, I think it's better. I think it makes it better. That as a kid I thought was funny, having the fake voice. But, Mr. like, you Herman. never really, un- like, I never really understood why it was funny that he looks around. For like yeah. five seconds, looking for whatever the message is. <laughs> he takes so long. <laughs> and then just the way he doesn't give up the phone is so The Brolin has to like just snatch it, it out yeah. of him. It's so funny. 
And yeah. yeah, not not too uh, not too hard on the eyes, Brolin and Morgan Fairchild. They looked incredible. She's never looked better. That's insane. Her shiny blue speed suit. Everything was great. That hair. Her hair was incredible. Yeah. That hair budget was insane. His hair and beard are... Broland is flumed out. I've never seen seen Broland's hair so fluffy. Yeah. I know. I always see him in like a military haircut. Oh, no, man. I mean, he had great hair. But back in the day, obviously. His 70s, 80s hair was good. But I guess his hotel hair was more modest. But this Mm. one was very like, you know, James Bondy. But it was so fluffy. And it was also that kind of great fluffiness where he's basically like John Peters. He's got like the beard that matches the hair. Exactly. Yeah, it kind of <laughs> looks like a helmet, like one piece. Yeah. That just fits over his head. But like a cool piece. Oh, for sure. Like totally cool. 100%. Right? Cool. I love the bike. It's like just a ninja motorcycle. Ninjas and mm-hmm. uh, calling it the X1 or whatever they call it. <laughs> the P- calling him PW. Uh, I love that. I love it so much. <laughs> they look incredible. PW. Yeah, Morgan Fairchild looks. But she's still Dottie. Stunning. Yeah, <laughs> Dottie. Exactly. She is stunning. Brolin is so cool. That is, I guess, yeah, Brolin comes close. I would love to see any kind of outtake of the Brolin character yelling at the Pee Wee bellhop. Right, exactly. I don't want James Brolin to be pissed at Pee Wee. I want there to be just some extra. I didn't need it in the movie. Mm-hmm. But I need to see more of Brolin reacting. That's what's so funny. Yeah, you know he's yanking that phone out of his hand because they've already done this like ten <laughs> times, and Pee Wee screws it up every time, and he's just like, "I'm just this little <laughs> this brat." I also Doesn't love just how hand me the phone. <laughs> I love how Pee Wee how uncool he is. I love yeah. how he can't hack it. How he didn't sidle in naturally, or they like how he's just t- the worst at it. Right when yeah when he has to not be himself, awful. Right yeah yeah. There is this story of uh, Milton Berle like hosting Saturday Night Live in the early days SNL, right? Mm. And them trying to explain to him, it's like, yeah, we're trying to do like something different here. Like it's not as you know, like comedy. And uh, he outright refused. Oh, and so he hosts the show as like doing his Milton Berle gags. He's like, no, the time, like we're our timing's different now. Like you deliver the punchline different, and he's just like. I'm doing my triple take. <laughs> like yeah. I've re- it'd be like telling Bill Cosby, be like, don't do like, don't do your like cigar right. waggle face, right? Like, hey Sandler, we're not doing Sandman stuff, all right? <laughs> don't do the voice, don't do the voice. So Milton Berle, it's like this, like uh, you know, weird out of era thing where he's doing kind of this is cutting edge, this is SNL comedy, but he's doing Milton Berle <laughs> like mm-hmm. gags, and so I uh, yeah, I love Pee Wee not being Pee Wee. Everything just goes to hell. Like now, people now he's just like annoying and charmless, right? And uh, but I don't think I've ever laughed as hard at Brolin ripping the phone out of his hands. So upset, so upset. Or the hobos saying they got box seats. Box seats is good. <laughs> That's a good game. That that whole that walk down memory lane at the end is couldn't couldn't be better. Couldn't Best be way to reintroduce every character. Everyone in the gets movie, a little right? bit. Everyone gets a little gag. Yeah. You know, the foot long one foot <laughs> the long. file. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Just overly winking everything. Oh, beautiful. He gets she gets the drive in date that he immediately wants to bail on. Oh man, I just I cracked the code. Mm-hmm. The excuse my mom's used for the rest of her life. Man. You noticed it, didn't you? Oh, when I watched it yeah, this last time for the for the episode it was like I've heard this before. That's it. I've heard this line before. My for those of you who don't know, whenever whenever I recommend like anything that is based off a real story to my mother, she just goes, 
I don't have to see it. I lived it. Except I think at some point her life became John Rambo's life. <laughs> and now like she just believes that. It's like, really, mom, there's nothing you need to learn new about the JFK thing. You just know it all. Right. You know, she, she was there. She lived it. I don't need to see it, Dottie. Man, he's so cool when he talks to Dottie. I get why she's into this. I know, right? That is true. He comes off the, the cool, right? He, he's he, never cooler than when he's around Dottie. I've told so but many. It's, but again, it's like even at the beginning where he's like, does that loner rebel thing. When he walks away, he makes that same kind of like ooh, ooh, face. He's like, yeah. I got her. You know? <laughs> same thing with His, the bikers. When he, yeah, when he tells her that and he turns around immediately, yeah, he immediately like, like skips out like, I did it. I got away <laughs> I with it again. the dumbest thing ever. Yeah. <laughs> Perfect, right? I feel sorry for every girl in my life who I've ever told like, you don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me because then they always got mixed up with a guy. It always, mm-hmm. that line just sinks it. Pee Wee knew. You knew that line. That's your closer. You don't want to get mixed up with a guy like me. Yeah. Every one of them regrets it. All of them. Sorry. What are you going to do? It's Rubens. Yeah. Blame Pee Wee. Blame Rubens and Hartman. Sorry, guys. The Bobbly Mandel Lowell Gans of their day. (laughs) (laughs) And then then, uh, that final shot of them riding their bikes in front of the... In front of PW and Dottie making out, like that feels also like Fellini, right? Very much so. Yeah, very much. It's just such a, and the music's perfect in that moment. Everything's perfect. All perfect. It It is. This is a perfect movie. Good movie. Yeah, it's so good. So good. I love it. Yeah, Uh, it's a yeah. The joy that I experienced the first time when I was old enough to like watch it with adult eyes. Mm -hmm. The joy that it's just like got better. Still funny, yeah. Got better, even, guys. Yeah, still funny. Guess even what? Better. What? That's 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 a special moment. There's plenty of things that don't get better, and who can blame them? Yeah, we all change. Well, it's like the the movie. Uh, I think what maybe what Pee Wee does is he gives you permission to be like a kid again. Like, I laugh every time where in that magic shop where he brings out the bigger head. You know, I laugh every See? time, every dumb joke. Like the you big... just love, and and I feel like it, it really is like you feel like a kid again watching the movie. What people are really going to come away with from this episode is you just telling me the gags. They're all and funny. me laughing as hard at you telling me about the gags as I do. See, the big head is so funny. So funny, medium size. <laughs> <laughs> him in the jokes. Him like. The raunchiest Pee-wee gets is when he, like, ogles a babe with those fake x-ray specs. And then he immediately just dr- – he somehow pulls it off with a wink, yeah. too. Can you imagine me doing a fake, like, awooga <laughs> face and a girl in Trader Joe's and then winking at her? Nope. Not today, Buster. <laughs> would not fly. <laughs> Wouldn't that fly today. That one would not fly today. Yeah. Maybe at Mario's Magic Shop. Pee-wee would have been canceled if that had come out today. <laughs> yeah. You also, don't do that. how incredible is it? That my mom, my mom to to this day is pro Peewee. This guy survived like a jack off scandal. Yeah, how do you? I was wondering if we were going to talk about that. How or do you weather that? <laughs> he, how many people could have stuck the landing on that one? Yeah, I mean, sure, maybe he wasn't doing the specials for like a few years, but he came up also victimless crime. You know, he got he got did wrong for that. I it's a salacious story, and I get why it was reported. Yeah, but I think too many he didn't hurt nobody. I think it got con- mixed up somewhere along the lines that he did something like, like assaulted someone, mm. or was somehow like no, it was a victimless crime, man. Was, how I don't understand how you can have a porno theater and not allow people to. Are people not jacking it in the porno theater? 
It's like, do I've never been? What to are you like, supposed to do? You're just yeah, watching it. I mean, <laughs> hands well, out. I mean, at the same time, I've never been to a strip club because it's just mm. like, who wants to spend? Like, all right, guys, tonight we're gonna spend a bunch of money and we're gonna get hard together <laughs> and not and not and not do anything not about any it. Yeah. We're all gonna leave broke and like super unsatisfied, but we've all done it together. Like, you take me to the Crazy Horse West. Yeah. I'm getting a show. I'm getting I'm getting some Broadway equivalent show right yeah it, it's the just Paris like, number but what, this what, what kind of cop is like yeah I'm doing undercover jack off duty in come the on, yeah really right that's the best thing we can uh, grow up buddy we can pay we can pay these cops to do grow up pig I know no wonder I bet it was because he was so virulently anti cop in this movie. it was making me think just how much in the nineties when I was growing up was so much of like oh that person I loved is an is an asshole oh. I mean, guess who my favorite you know pop star was growing up in the eighties? Cos, Michael Jackson. And, oh, well, yeah, sure. Cosby as a comedian. <laughs> but having to watch all that Michael Jackson stuff and yeah, Pee Wee and George Michael and the President and it's like See, that's the thing. Pee Wee didn't do anything though. <laughs> Pee Wee did the thing. Where, that'd be like arresting just, somebody for washing their car at a car wash. I feel like the headline with that Pee Wee stuff was more like Pee Wee, actual man. Right, like sure. adult human man with also, adult man needs. <laughs> can we talk about how he also has the fucking coolest mugshot in history? He looked pretty rough. Do you remember the first time you saw the peewee mugshot? Yeah. But the great thing is, he somehow he pulled it. He did it. You know what he in that mugshot? He looks exactly like Jackie Earl Haley in Maniac <laughs> in Cop Maniac Three. Cop 3. <laughs> they took that mugshot and put it in. Is that? Did the mugshot come first, or did his character in Buffy come first? Mm-hmm. He somehow took the mugshot and was like, I'm doing that as a vampire. That's just me now. He got that goatee. The long hair threw me, man. Yeah. Suddenly he looked like he was working like a cool... At- he looked like a scuzz. But also It was really hard to cool. imagine that he was even able to grow facial hair. Yeah, man. Or, or grow his hair long, because you just see him as this one figure. I don't know which are the cooler mugshots of all time. Mm. That Nolte one's pretty iconic, but not in like a this guy's cool way. More in the holy shit, Nick Nolte. The really rough looking one. <laughs> the Nick Nolte mugshot. <laughs> I believe we know what the Nick Nolte mugshot is. Well, I, I'm either thinking of that or like a Gary Busey mugshot. I'm, okay. trying, I'm trying to remember. But, the Busey uh, one. I mean, cool Probably mugshots. Not. You got to go Sinatra. Oh, of course. Son of Sam. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> Manson. Cool mugshot. <laughs> Sam. Green River Killer. Yeah. Strong. And then Pee Wee. Pee- but the Rubens one is just like, oh shit. This yeah. dude's a man. This dude's this guy just does this shit. I think the problem now is people would like post through it. It'd be an immediate thing. I don't remember there being any kind of apology. This guy came he, back six he, months he later and yeah. made a joke about it. It was like, oh, you remember the I forget what award show is that, but he came it must have been MTV. One of the MTV mm-hmm. ones, right? I don't remember it. He comes out there and drops, like, heard any good jokes lately? Oh, yeah, I do remember. Immediately yeah, yeah, yeah. back. Instantly back. That's the same Pee Wee confidence. Dang. He got, you know, busted jacking off, which I, again, just assume that's the thing that you do there. Yeah. What do you do? Just leave, just like, what, you watch a two hour porno movie in the theater <laughs> and you're not cranking it? What? I've never just gone in, in like I've never just gotten the in taxi driver when he gets like the thing of chuckles. Yes, no. <laughs> like the popcorn. <laughs> I guess he was just kind of kind of slumping down, watching him. It's uh yeah, I, it made me think of also like American Werewolf 
in London at mm. the theater at the end there. Like these were just it was a hard time to be into porn. <laughs> yeah. You what had it? to buy still photography or uh, <laughs> the only movies you could see were yeah, at a public a public a place. theater. Man. Was it what's the best screening to go to there? When's the best when's the mm. good the good time? Matinees, you get I bet you get it might be emptier, but you get the real freaks. <laughs> it's probably cleaner in the matinee too, right? <laughs> I don't know what <laughs> the schedule cleaning schedule's <laughs> like, right? But yeah, that feels like oh, a setup. Looking back, it feels like a peewee <laughs> setup, right? Yeah. But the fact that he sticks the landing, it's just like and then he was still allowed to exist as Pee Wee. I think the news was probably this is a this is a child's TV star. Yeah. If the dude from Blues Clues had been jacking off, mm-hmm. I don't think we'd still be speaking with reverence about Blues Clues the way we do today. Like if the Barney dinosaur guy was like, turns out he's a pest. Yeah. Turns out he jacked it in that park. I don't know. Some. But that's the thing. Yeah. Pee Wee. Yeah. Paul obviously was a decent man. At, yeah. By all accounts. By all accounts, the, the sweetest best guy, guy you've ever met. Yeah. He was uh, friendly to everybody. Never hurt nobody. Mm-mm. And yeah, the whole thing was just fodder for Leno and Letterman for six months. Six months. And then he came back yeah. when it passed. It was and like shut it down. Just dropped it immediately. And then went on with his life. It's incredible. It does not... Uh, I mean, I guess Rob Lowe is really great at getting rid of his like statutory rape. That's a good one. So yeah. yeah. But again, again, Pee Wee's <laughs> victimless. Exactly. And I think he got lumped in with every other like actual predator. Mm-hmm. And somehow... He came through. He was just a guy jacking off. It'd be like if Bob Newhart was caught jacking off. We'd forgive. If Cal <laughs> if Cal Ripken was caught jacking off, America would have oh, forgiven man. it. How funny would it be if Leslie... What would Leslie Nielsen do? <laughs> <laughs> Imagine the gags. Oh, he'd be probably sitting on a whoopee cushion. <laughs> Picture? <laughs> Picture a fake Frank Trebin Trip like a tabloid with him making like a like a Leslie Neal and just like cut jacking. <laughs> there are only few American icons that can just pull this off and be like, Yeah, I did it. Mm-hmm. I go to porno theaters in nineteen ninety three. Yeah, that's right. They exist still, and I know where one <laughs> exactly. is. And I go to it. No, no big explanation. Just dropped a like, hey, so you guys got that one on me. Yeah. What's his favorite baseball team? The Yankees. (laughs) Okay. Yeah, I heard these jokes. (laughs) I remember these jokes better than I remember my grandmother. I love this man. I love him so much. Big Top Pee Wee, not not so good. Yeah, I don't think I revisited that one as an adult. It's such a mistake. I get the vibe. If you're already feeling Fellini. Mm. Of course you're going to go to the circus. Of course. Right? Of course it's good. The next logical Strong step man. is circus, yeah. right? It is a mistake making him live in a world of freaks and weirdos. Right. It 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 is not it, the the vibe is gone. It is just different. Him as the accepted weirdo doesn't get better. Yeah. That does not get better. Yeah. And it is a joy that this movie is still as good as it is. It only gets it only raises in my. This is gonna be oh yeah. It's one of my favorite movies of all time. This is like a it's a true desert island. Like you only get to watch five movies the rest of your life, kind of a thing. Shocked at the joy that I still feel. Yeah. In some of these scenes, how can some of these jokes that on paper, not good, 
<laughs> Some of these jokes are dogs on paper. And in execution, incredible. Sad they took the chain joke away from me. Mm-hmm. I guess I was looking... And that's the, that's the key. This guy blurs the lines. You don't know how much you're looking at, right? Oh, God. What a picture. It came to this. It did come to this. Check out Big Top Pee Wee if you're in the mood. It's got some funny. It's, it, I mean, how can I might you have not to go have, back at some point, right? How can you not have funny yeah. stuff in it, right? It's, it's got, but again, it's, it's a concept that doesn't quite work in yeah. any possible way. Pee Wee being a, yeah, a, a man child in a, in a world where he, he just wants his bike. And the, yeah, the people he comes across in this movie are just normal eccentric but not yeah dog face boy freaks there is an incredible so. gag in big top peewee where he gets like an on-screen kiss hmm. picture peewee getting an on-screen kiss he literally of works to avoid dotty's mouth yes definitely luckily she he is lucky he's like closer to she's five feet tall those those lips can only go up so high but she's trying he, he just kind of mm-hmm. tiptoes out of the way he gets a kiss in big top Pee-wee. you know the woman the pretty Italian actress that was in the Hot Shots movies. Yeah. You know her? I don't oh, know yeah. her name, but very beautiful She's woman, in Rain right? Man. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. Uh, so that's like Pee-wee's love interest in the movie. His kissing scene is so funny because he just kisses her for like two minutes. <laughs> but it's motionless. And so it has right. this like music swelling and the camera's like cueing all around it. And they're just like laying motionless <laughs> with their mouths just like locked. It's, it's like when you think when it's about to happen, I'm just like, I don't know if I want this. <laughs> right. I'm not sure I want. I don't know if I need I Pee Wee having a screen kiss. And then for him to just be like, let's just make it really long. Just force him to look at this. I love this guy. What a br- Watch him on 30 Rock, too. Okay. Yeah. He did an episode of 30 Rock as a real weirdo. What a dude. Yeah. I feel like he's got a million of those parts, too, right? Like, there's so much more of him to, to explore. Yeah. But he was still right. I'm always the... going to go back to Pee Wee's Big Adventure. How can you not? Yeah, right. I haven't gone. I haven't seen Pee Wee's Playhouse in a long time. I, and then I, I absorbed that then as a kid. Did he do like a new Pee Wee thing? He's for been Netflix do, or something. He's done tons of new Pee Wee stuff. Yeah. If you look, there's Pee Wee things like every five to eight years or for the last mm. thirty years. He doesn't have to go back. He takes it on Broadway because I'm assuming it started as a whole Groundlings show character, right? right? So he t- he's done Broadway stuff. He did like a new one for HBO. Yeah. To, plenty of peewee content out my there pee-wee. for the yeah, masses absolutely yeah. now's the time to do it and it's all good it's all enjoyable the man's a the man's a treasure yeah yeah came to this i'm charlie i'm eric thank you for listening and good night adobe <laughs> oh i know we didn't even talk about <laughs> why is adobe so funny uh.